Hello, this is Peter Woolfolk. First, let me say thank you so much for being a listener. Now, I want to alert you to our shiny new podcast website located at podpage.com. However, you can go directly to the podcast site located at www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. There, you can contact me through email. You can leave a voice message. You can leave a review. You can read an episode blog and frequently learn about the podcast guests. You might also want to suggest podcast topic ideas or even suggest a guest. You can also let me know if you would like to receive our podcast listener logo that you can post on your social media. So I look forward to hearing from you about our new podcast website, www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Public Relations Review Podcast and have a great day. Welcome. This is the Public Relations Review Podcast, a program to discuss the many facets of public relations with seasoned professionals, educators, authors, and others. Now, here is your host, Peter Woolfolk. Welcome to the Public Relations Review Podcast and to our listeners across America and around the world. My guest today represents the very first for this podcast. This is our very first international interview. Orla Clancy is founder and editor of the new Strategic Communications Magazine, a magazine for professionals and businesses. Now, Orla is a freelance consultant in communications, strategy, and stakeholder engagement. She has over 11 years of consultancy experience and represents from professionals and organizations on an international, national, regional, and local level. All its expertise ranges all the way from brand strategy to event management and much more. She holds a bachelor's in law and accounting from the University of Limerick right there in Ireland. Now, she has many public relations qualifications, including membership in the Public Relations Society of America, the Public Relations Institute of Ireland, and the Public Relations and Communications Association in the United Kingdom. And Orla joins us today from West Cork, Ireland. Orla, welcome to the program. Hi, Peter. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. Well, look, uh, give us an idea of what caused you, what did you see, what do you know that says that I'm going to start a magazine on strategic communications? Um, yes, yeah, so just over three weeks ago, I launched a pilot magazine for professionals and businesses called Strategic Communications. Now, the magazine focuses on strategic communications and collaboration, and it will appeal to anyone with an interest in PR, budding professionals, seasoned practitioners, and businesses who avail of it. And especially in today's world, strategic communications is one of the cornerstones of companies and organizations. And the objective of the magazine is to facilitate a wider conversation for the industry and its stakeholders. So due to COVID-19, it might seem like an unusual time to set up a business. However, there's never been a greater need for strategic communications. So as you mentioned at the start, I have been working in the industry for over 11 years. Now, I believe that it's crucial for every business and organization to build and protect its brand and reputation. So ultimately, reputation is a company's most valuable asset, and the heartbeat of a business is its brand. And how people, both internal and external, perceive an organization determines its success. So particularly in the current climate, 
reputable and responsible companies will emerge well. Building relationships is key, which is at the heart of strategic communications. So how can we help? What problem can we solve? How can we innovate and collaborate? So strategic communications is really now more than ever about partnering with companies to meet their business objectives. And in recent months, these business objectives will have changed for many companies. So it's about being versatile and responsive. And through the magazine, in one place, practitioners can showcase what they do and the benefits it brings to those businesses. Mm-hmm. Now, how often do you plan to uh, publish the magazine? Is it monthly, quarterly, or just what are you going to do with that? So the magazine is going to be published quarterly. So a few weeks ago, as I mentioned, I launched the pilot magazine to gauge the interest in the industry. And there has been a fantastic response and the feedback has been um, great, both in Ireland and the States and wider afield. So I've decided to launch a quarterly publication and the first official magazine will be launched in August. And that will be the autumn issue. Well, I'm actually looking on the uh, content page right now and I see you have it in basically three basic sections. I believe that's for new professionals, clients or clients and uh, seasoned practitioners. Tell us why you decided to break it out into three sections. So I believe that there is scope to educate and provide insight to budding pure professionals. So uh, they could be recent graduates, for example, who might be interested in learning more about the industry or who might be interested in connecting with consultancies or other stakeholders. Um, I believe that the insights that season practitioners can offer are endless and they can showcase and demonstrate the value that they provide and the depth of their expertise to organisations and to both their existing clients and prospective clients. So that's where um, the section on the client organisations comes in. That section will show exactly what strategic communications can do for their companies, both in good times and in bad times. So I suppose now more than ever, you know, areas such as crisis communications, internal communications and stakeholder engagement will be at the forefront of companies in dealing with their communications. So that's where strategic communications and consultancies and that expertise will come in. Mm -hmm. Well, since in this uh, COVID-19 climate, a lot of things are being done virtually, meetings and collaborations and uh, demonstrations and so forth and so on. Will you be covering topics such as that? Yes, absolutely. So I launched a survey yesterday, and basically it has 10 questions. And one of those questions is, uh, will your company continue to operate remotely into the future? And we saw last week that Twitter announced that their team can continue operating remotely forever. So it would be interesting to see how organized and in the future. Obviously, right now, a lot of us are operating remotely, and that companies um, already have worked as part of their culture. So whether or not more companies will embrace that, it will be interesting to see. And I think that uh, COVID-19 and the remote working uh, arrangements have demonstrated to a lot of companies that, you know, their team can can operate just as productively um, remotely as they do under the one roof. Mm-hmm. Now, considering that uh, you said you have an international reach, will it just be in English or for English-speaking countries right now? Yes, right now to start, it will be for English-speaking countries. Now, as time goes on and as the audience um, develops and as the magazine evolves, 
that will absolutely uh, possibly change. Uh, it will all depend on the demand for the products as such. Now, magazines develop an editorial calendar so they'll know in the next few months or quarters or whatever it is of the various topics that they're going to be covering. Have you started putting together your calendar for future issues yet? Um, yes, I have. So, excuse me, right now I'm busy researching, writing, collaborating with contributors, advertisers and suppliers. And as I said, I want the magazine to give an international perspective on the industry. So, so far I have contributors based in the U.S. and Ireland and I'm sourcing more contributors, for example, in the UK and, and other countries as well. So in terms of the editorial calendar, it will very much relate to strategic communications in the current landscape, how it, companies are, are doing during COVID-19, where strategic communications comes in. So, for example, you know, communication strategies for 2020 had to be reviewed. Companies are now looking at business continuity, increased customer support, you know, changing circumstances due to remote working, maintaining employee morale and productivity, while at the same time ensuring the safety and well-being of their teams. So now more than ever, there's a need to demonstrate empathy and understanding in our communication with stakeholders. And in terms of stakeholder engagement, the focus may have shifted. So all of this will be reflected in the upcoming issue. You know, a lot of businesses have seen an increase in communication with existing customers and employees. The dynamic in conversation with prospective customers and employees um, has changed. Businesses have also had more engagement with the media as they share industry-related COVID-19 insights, both for their own companies and clients. So it's a busy time for strategic communications. And I think the key for the magazine is to stay current and reflect um, topical developments in the industry and what is happening in the wider landscape. And, and I think you're absolutely right, uh, just staying relevant. So will you have, a, uh, in addition to your contributors, will you have other people that you'll be talking to just about trends uh, that are taking place in the industry? Yes, absolutely. So we'll be doing interviews um, with industry professionals, particular uh, people in different fields within strategic communications. So the, the magazine as such will have feature articles. It will have um, interviews. There will be an opportunity for companies to place adverts advertisements and they'll also have editorials accompanying those advertisements so it will give a real flavour for the industry and it will be a voice for people at different stages in their career to share their insights across the board so um, for sure there will be different formats in terms of the content. Mm -hmm. Now right now the the magazine is digital I'm I'm assuming that you're going to keep it that way? Yeah, so I decided to start off with digital. Um, a lot of the reason is because I think with advancements in technology, digital there is uh, it provides a platform for a broader reach. And also because um, a lot of companies are working remotely right now, there isn't uh, you know as much of an appetite, I think, for uh, a print publication to be delivered to their offices. Now, should that change in September, we'll certainly look at producing a print issue as well as a digital issue. Mm -hmm. Well, I think uh, print also has some additional. I don't know how far in advance you have to have to uh, uh, put it together, but it seems to me a digital uh, version, uh, you can make changes a lot faster than print because once you uh, print that, uh, uh, that magazine, it's pretty difficult to uh, make those changes and, and redo it. That's very true. However, because the magazine is quarterly, you know, there'll be a winter edition as well. So that information will reflect the timing um, in the, the month or so preceding the winter edition. So as such, it'll be an update on 
on the on the autumn edition. Mm-hmm. Now, for those listeners who are hearing about this for the first time, how can they get to copy that that uh, you letting uh, that you have online right now that they can download? Where where would they have to uh, con? How could they contact you to uh, download a copy of that? Okay, so the most direct way to download the magazine Strategic Communications is to visit our website strategicmagazines.com and there are various options to download the magazine um, on that website. They could also visit our social media networks, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram and alternatively they could email info at strategicmagazines.com and we'd be delighted to point them in the right direction. The other thing that I think about is that uh, being in the public relations business and depending upon what it is or who I'm working with, you're probably going to get pitches from PR people for various things perhaps related to this. Uh, maybe different takes on strategic communications or topics still within that realm. Uh, are you going to be open to getting pitches from writers from these various locations? Yes, definitely. We definitely want to encourage collaboration We want to have um, insights in the industry um, internationally. We want it to be a publication that has all of that information in one place so that it's educational, it's insightful, it's about collaborating and sharing um, thought leadership. So definitely we're open to people pitching their ideas to us, sharing their perspectives. A lot of the existing information that um, we have gathered and collated is based on um, information that we have received through webinars, for example, through the Public Relations Society of America or through other organisations such as the Public Relations Institute of Ireland or the Public Relations and Communications Association of the UK. So all of those platforms have really opened doors to more information and information sharing, which is extremely important for the industry because it's so dynamic and so versatile and it's something that is always evolving and those insights are invaluable. Mm-hmm. Something you, you just mentioned that uh, comes to my uh, my attention, and that is thought leadership. Thought leadership uh, covers a wide range of issues. Some people specialize in certain areas. Are you going to have an area f- for people to who are recognized thought leaders, or at least to have an area for them to express themselves in that capacity? Absolutely. Right now, I would see um, those as a thought leadership taking. Um, the stage through the interviews. Mm-hmm. So, so I or my um, one of my contributors would interview experts in in the area or in the industry, and um, in that way they can share their insights with us and and their their mm-hmm. own thoughts on the industry. So, right now, um, I think that would be the format. However, you know, we're we're definitely open to receiving content from experts. Because we talked about three specific countries, the U.K., Ireland, and the U.S., I'm just wondering if there might be an opportunity to compare approaches to the same problem uh, from from practitioners, uh, U.S. practitioners, U.K. and Ireland, Irish practitioners. Is there a difference that you've noticed in how people approach the same problem in these different countries? Well, you know, so far, I actually think that there is, a lot of consistency in the approaches. I've even noticed from the responses to the survey that was launched yesterday, mm-hmm. there is quite a broad range of responses and from people in different locations. So, and a lot of the responses so far are quite similar in the sense that, 
you know, I suppose just to give you an example, people believe that strategic communications has changed because of COVID-19. They, there seems to be a school of thought that it would be seen as more important as a result of the pandemic. So they're the kind of responses that I'm getting in general from the different areas, the different geographies. Well, that's, that's interesting. I, I just wanted to ask that question. I, I did not know, but uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, we're pretty much on the same path for, uh, in terms of how we go about attacking a, a similar problem, regardless of where we are with that. Well, from, from my perspective, that's certainly what I'm seeing. But I think, again, you know, um, in future editions of the magazine, it's research that can be conducted in more depth so that we have a study to refer to. And I think that those insights um, are really important and actually being able to gather that data and share it in one place again um, will be really useful. Well, you've provided a lot of useful information and uh, have I missed anything? Are there some issues about uh, or topics uh, about the magazine that that we have not touched on that you would like to to address? Um, I think that covers everything, to be honest. You know, I think what the key is, is in terms of the magazine, is that it's being positioned to recognise the value of the industry, the impact it has on organisations, business objectives, and open purposes to facilitate that conversation between the industry and the stakeholders. You know, it's, it's a forum for practitioners um, and to connect more widely with organisations, or it's a forum for in-house strategic communication practitioners to um, communicate more widely within their organization. So I do believe that in terms, in a way, it's brand awareness overall for the industry. So, I, you know, I, I think that that's, it's always important to raise that awareness and to um, increase understanding of the strategic communications industry. So I think that that's always a good thing to, to continue the conversation. Well, very good. Well, Orla Clancy, I want to thank you so very, very much for uh, joining us and uh, to ha- for having you to share uh, information about the launch of your new magazine. And we look for uh, the opportunity to uh, see it when it comes out uh, in August of 2020. And thank you, Peter, for featuring me on the Public Relations Review podcast. It's been great speaking with you. And thank you again to our listeners. And please, if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a review. And listen again to the next edition of the Public Relations Review. Thank you, and have a great day. This podcast is produced by Communication Strategies, an award-winning public relations and public affairs firm headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Peter Woolfolk speaking. Now, first of all, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. Now, I am very excited to let you know that the podcast is now available on Amazon Alexa. You know the drill. Simply say, Alexa, play Public Relations Review Podcast, and she'll take it from there. And again, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the program, please become a subscriber. Now, on to the podcast.